every one of you are dying, okay? You're dying. I know that's really, you don't, you want to come to church and hear something more uplifting, more encouraging, but I'm just being frank with you. You know, we are all dying slowly but surely, and we're all going to die unless Jesus comes back and takes us uh, into heaven. And so for those who have accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and have surrendered their life to him and confessed their sins and lived for him, uh, they will spend an eternity in paradise. And so the first week we talked about, before we talked about paradise, we talked about hell. And I believe that the church, we don't talk about hell enough. And the reason why is because that's exactly what Satan wants us to do. He does not want us to talk about hell because it is a horrible, bad place. And uh, hell is a place that wasn't created for you. It wasn't created for me. We were not designed for hell. We were designed for eternity with God in heaven. But when sin entered the world, um, God could not associate with that sin. And so um, the only other place that, that God could go is, that we could go is hell, which was created for the devil and his angels. And we visited all that the first week. The second week, we talked about the present heaven. The present heaven coexists right now with the present earth. Whenever we pass away, whenever we die, we go into the present, uh, into the present heaven, okay? And we looked at all kinds of uh, scripture for that. I mean, I mean uh, Bible talks about many places how the present uh, heaven and the present earth will all pass away and God will establish a new earth and a new heaven uh, on this earth. And so the present heaven is a place where we go and it's still an awesome, beautiful place. Jesus is there. But then last week we talked about the eternal heaven are the new heaven and the new earth. God is in the business of restoration. When he created earth, he saw that it was good. But when sin entered the world, uh, we have seen over time just this earth and humans uh, just deteriorate over time. And so because of that sin. And so, but God is in the business of restoration and he wants to restore not only us and our bodies, he wants to restore earth a beautiful thing that he created. And he wants to establish the new heaven on the new earth. And Jesus wants us to think about it. I mean, God wants us to be excited about the new heaven. I've, I've mentioned it before. I, I, I grew up and many preachers said, hey, you, it's so beautiful, you can't imagine it. And so I didn't. But God wants us, look, I want you to imagine it. Jesus talked a lot about heaven. And, and he wants us, he, the reason why is because he wants us to think about it. He wants us to imagine what heaven will be like. Yeah, there will be colors we, we, we've never seen, and there'll be some, some other things we've never seen, but there are things that, that we can imagine. Our, our, our new bodies, amen? <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, new mountains, maybe new rivers, you know, uh, beautiful uh, landscapes, and a lot of great things to explore on this earth. And so think about the most beautiful place on earth you've ever been to, and, and just magnify that in your mind, and that's what heaven is going to be like here on this earth. And it's something to get, get excited about because you know what? We don't think about heaven that much. And as, and as the body of Christ, we don't talk about it, but Jesus talked about heaven all the time. And so we've been talking about the future. It's all been about the future. The first three weeks, 
We talked about where, where we go when we die in the future, where we go to hell, and hopefully none of, nobody in here will, will, will go to hell. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Savior, we're going give, to give you that opportunity today. But you can also, uh, we talked about the hell, but we also talked about the present heaven, and then the new heaven and the new earth. So we've all been talking about the future. So I felt like before we close out this series, which we have one more week, next week I'll tell you about that, but this week we're going to go back to the present. So we're not going to go to the future, we're going to go back to the present. Um, you know, this week we saw, a, um, we saw an important date that came about this week, October 21st, night, uh, 2000. 15, October 21st, 2015, was a very important date in my mind because when I was in freshman in high school, I saw this movie that this guy built this time machine and then he went to the year 2015. And I've been waiting for this date. Man, I've been waiting to see the flying cars you know, the hoverboards that we saw in the movie Back to the Future and be able to see all those cool things. And here we are, you know, and I want my hoverboard. You know, there's, there's sort of a hoverboard, but it's really not a hoverboard. You know, I want one that can go anywhere and one that I can afford. But I also want my flying car. I want to be able to fly. Where's my flying car? You know, uh, there's so many things that we can look on, uh, on with that movie and say, man, I wish we had those things. I wish we had those things. And so, but they probably got a few things wrong in that movie, as we have, uh, have shared. Obviously, they missed the whole, you know, smartphone, you know, that we have right now. Uh, but one thing that they did get right in that movie was this, that your past affects your future, your past will have dramatic effects on your future. And that right there is probably the main message of all three of those movies, Back to the Future. Because whenever they go to the past, it had an effect on their future. And so everything was all connected. In fact, uh, Marty McFly uh, at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, when he was talking to the band, he says, look, and I quote, wait, you don't understand if you don't play, there's no music. And if there's music, they don't dance. And if they don't dance, they don't kiss and fall in love. And I'm history. Trying to save his life at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance in the first movie because there were some things that happened uh, in the past that now will affect his future. There are things right now in our life that's going to affect our future. How we live our life, the decisions we make right now, is going to affect the future. So while we're looking at the future, we're going to take a break and go on to uh, the present. And so that is a principle of how our past can affect our future. That is a, 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 a principle that God wants us to, to visit uh, today. And uh, so with this life that we have, you know, this is not, this is not just the only life we have. You know, you've heard the phrase, you only got one life to live. No, you actually have two lives to live. And in fact, this, this is this the first part of, of that second life. And, and, and they, are, they are connected eternally. In fact, what we're doing right now is, is a part of our eternal life, especially for those who have accepted Christ 
as Savior. Uh, Jesus talked about the kingdom of heaven. Well, the kingdom of heaven is starting right now on this old earth. Okay, it's happening now. Your eternity is happening now. So um, eternal life doesn't begin when we die. It is already begun. So um, as we go back to the present, we're going to look at a few things that can help you with, uh, with where you're going. Now you might be saying, well, Frank, I, I have accepted Christ as Savior, and if that is you, that is awesome. You know, I, I study God's Word, and, and I try to do good things, and yes, that is great, that is awesome. And, but, uh, but there are some things that you can be doing that God wants you to be doing that you're going to be able to enjoy in the new heaven on here, the new earth. And we're going to talk about that a little at a time in, in this message today. But before we get into that, I want, you to, I want you to let you know that this life right here, we're living right now, is not, it's just not a, it's not a test. And a lot of people look at this life as a test. You know, if we fail this life, then we're doomed to hell. You know, if we, if we make too many mistakes, then we're going to go to hell. Or if we're really, really good and do good things, we're going to go to heaven. Uh, that is wrong theology. That's not theology at all. And so with this life, it, this is not a test. God is not looking down, crossing his arms and looking down and saying, well, I wonder what kind of mistakes you're going to make uh, today. You know, God is looking down, wanting a relationship with us. He wants that relationship now, not just in heaven. You know, many people look at their walk and their, uh, in their, their Christianity. They've made their decision. They've got their ticket into heaven, and then that's it. But Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. Your life now is connected to eternity. And the relationship that you and I have now is the same relationship we're going to have in the new heaven and the new earth. And so this is just not a test. He wants you to understand that your relationship with him is a continuation. And um, as, as uh, the artist, Christian artist Toby Mack says uh, in his album, um, he says, I can't stop, I can't quit, he's in my heart, he's on my lips, until the wheels fall off, till the spotlight fades, I would lift your banner high, till the walls crash in for the rest of my days, I lay it all on the line till the day I die. God wants us to lay it all on the line. God wants us to keep pressing on, to keep that relationship alive, that fire alive with him, to, uh, to when, when things start crashing in, when things start, start getting, um, uh, getting too much pressure on your life, when things start going wrong, God is saying, keep pressing on, persevere, keep going till the day you die. And obviously, that's the death that you and I would experience, and after that, eternal life. We're going to talk about that more in a minute. But Paul says something very similar in his letter to, uh, to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter uh, 4. And if you have your copy of God's Word, I uh, would encourage you to turn to that. We have it on the screens as well. We also have it in the YouVersion Bible app. But in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5 through 8, Paul says this to Timothy, but you keep your head in all situations. Now this right here, he's talking to us as well. Okay, that's why it's in God's word. Keep your head in all situations, endure hardships, 
do the work of evangelists, discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I'm already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time of my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness with the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to those who have longed for his appearing. He talks about, I'm going to keep persevering, even though I'm being poured out like a drink offering. Even though my time is here, I'm going to keep sharing the gospel. I'm going to keep Lord Jesus with me. And I'm going to look forward to the day when I will receive my reward, my crown. You know, the Bible talks a lot about the rewards we're going to receive in heaven. For those who have accepted Christ and you're going to heaven and the new heaven comes on the new earth, we will have rewards for what we do on this earth. And we're going we're gonna to dive into that uh, just a little bit. And, uh, but, but one thing you got to understand is that before we get our reward, we, all of us, will be judged for what we have done. Now, let me make this clear. You have already accepted Christ as Savior. If you have done so and you live for him, you, your name is in, written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And if you were to die today, you would go to uh, the present heaven. And then at that present heaven, uh, once the end of time comes and, um, and God uh, brings everybody and everybody has to bow before the throne of God, everyone will be judged. Believers, non-believers, everybody will be judged. Now, what you're judged upon is not whether you're going into heaven or not. If your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you live for him, then you're, you're good. <laughs> you're in heaven. But... Whenever we're talking about being judged, it's for the things we've done in this life. And some of those things will, de- um, uh, some of our rewards in heaven will depend on some of those things. So bear with me as we, as we dive into that a little bit. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'm, I'm going to show you uh, uh, several passages of the scripture because I don't like to say anything <laughs> that's not in God's word. And before uh, I share with you, because I feel like I'm talking, the Spirit's talking through me. I'm the messenger of God, the messenger of the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, we at Lake Point Church, we make sure it's here in this word. And so in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 8 through 10, uh, it says, this is Paul talking. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. So Paul is talking about, and there's several other passages of Scripture, talking about, look, we're going to face the judgment seat of God, even believers, okay? And, uh, but non-believers, they will face the judgment of the seat of God, and Jesus will say, you know, I, I, I never knew you. You never accepted me as Savior. And so they will be cast into the lake of fire, into hell created for uh, the devil and his angels. But that verse right there talks about how there will be a judgment, um, a judgment time. And we will be awarded uh, or rewarded for the things we've done. Um, in Revelation chapter 22, 
Let's look at a few passages of Scripture on this. Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. Revelation 22, verse 12. This is Jesus talking in the vision that John sees. He says, look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give it to each person according to what they have done. There it is. Jesus is saying, I'm going to reward you. There's going to be rewards for you in heaven according to what you have done. Matthew chapter 16. Let's look at another passage. Matthew 16, verse 27. I know I'm reading a lot of scripture today, but that's not a bad thing. Matthew chapter 16, verse 27. This is Jesus talking again. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. There it is again. He will reward us according to what we have done. And so um, God is telling you this. God wants you to do something with your faith. God wants you to do something with your faith. It's like the parable of the talents. Okay? Uh, some men were given uh, so, so, many, uh, so much money and so many uh, others. And, and some men um, were able to invest that money and get more. And, and there was one who did not invest it. He hid it. You know, God, God does not want us to take our faith, our giftedness, our resources, and just keep it to ourselves and say, you know what, I'm good. I'm going into heaven. That right there is not pleasing to the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to, going to heaven for that. That's, that's reserved for God and God alone and the judgment seat. But know this. If you have Jesus living inside of you, you're going to do everything you can to share that with others. You are going to share your faith. You're going to share your resources. You're going to do everything you can to bring more people with you to heaven. That's what God wants you to do. That's exactly what God wants you to do. And it could be the big things. It could be leading someone to, to Christ, you know, leading into them into a prayer, praying for them. It could be serving uh, on Sunday morning. It could be do, doing a community outreach like what we're doing here the next two Fridays. There's many opportunities, but God does not want you to just to keep it all to yourself. Look, it's for you to share, and God will reward those. Uh, it will reward you for that. Um, another uh, reward is sacrifices made. You know, um, we'll read here in just a moment, but, but it, it talks about how the uh, missionaries, the people who are, who are making huge sacrifices to go overseas and live overseas to share the gospel in areas where Christianity is, is, is so scarce. Uh, men and women uh, who are doing that, and, and even, even whole families, um, we, uh, those people will receive a, an even greater reward because of the sacrifices made. So the Bible talks about uh, the more that you sacrifice, then the greater your reward. In Mark chapter 10, we'll go and visit that right now. Mark chapter 10, verse 29 through 30. It says this, truly I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters 
our mother, our father, our children, our fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and fields, along with persecutions in the age to come eternal life. So Jesus is saying, look, you're going to receive a hundred times more than what you ever thought whenever you received here on earth. And so Jesus is saying, that, that right there, uh, that sacrifice that you've made, you're going to receive a great, huge reward. So what the Bible is saying is that not only for those who are believers get to go to heaven, but we will receive certain other rewards, maybe more crowns, you know, or jewels in our crown, or, or something. We don't know. The Bible's not clear exactly what those rewards are. In fact, I'm not sure if the English language or any language could, could possibly even express or describe what those rewards will be. We don't know. So that's kind of a surprise, you know. Um, so when we get there, we're going to be rewarded for what we've done. And so I want to encourage you to work um, with your salvation to work out your faith, to share the gospel with people, to do everything you can to, um, uh, to uh, uh, tell others about Jesus and to give them an opportunity to connect with the local body of Christ. And you just inviting people uh, to Lake Point Church or serving somewhere are, uh, are ways that you are, um, uh, you are serving. And so as we've talked about the rewards of heaven, uh, that we're going to receive, which is awesome. Let's, uh, I want to visit real quick on the benefits of thinking about heaven. You know, as I've said earlier, and I've said the last few weeks, we don't think about heaven enough. But the, if we think about heaven, and if heaven consumes our minds, there are some benefits for us, keeping heaven in our minds. Uh, first of all, we, we don't fear the devil of what he tries to sell to us. If we have heaven on our mind all the time, and if we are imagining what heaven is going to be like, and we just can't wait to get there, then what the devil tries to sell to us, we're, that's not going to stick. We're not going to buy that. We're not going to buy what the devil is trying to sell. Whatever he's, he's trying to sell to destroy our marriage, our family, our self-worth, or our faith, if, if we have heaven on our mind, we're not going to listen to that. We're not going to listen to those lies by Satan and, and about us and our life, our marriages, our families, our self-worth, our faith. We're not going to listen to that. Why? <laughs> because we're going to heaven, and he's going to hell. And so we have won the victory already, and there's going to be even more victory at the end of time. And so keeping this life on earth in the proper light of eternity in heaven will help us stay with the difficult marriage. It'll help us to persevere in caring for an ailing parent or a child or to stay with the demanding job. You know, some of the, some of the things that we, that we wrestle with in this life, we're going to be able to, to handle this better in the light of eternity. Because it's just a small speck in eternity for us. And so as long as we keep heaven in our minds, we are not going to buy into that what the devil is selling. In Philippians chapter 3, 
Um, it says this, 3, verses 13 through 14. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 through 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize to which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. The reason I'm reading that verse is because there are people in this room who are thinking, you know, Frank, I've already messed up in life. Even if you have accepted Christ as Savior, you follow after him. But Frank, I've done things in my life that I'm not happy of. We, we have all have done things in our life that we are, are, are ashamed of. But I want to I encourage you, like what Paul said, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Press on towards a goal. Receive that prize. Receive that reward. Don't listen to what Satan is trying to tell you with your past. Don't listen to what Satan is trying to get you to do. You don't need to fear your past if you have heaven in your future. You don't need to fear your past. You don't need to worry about that. Um, another thing is you don't fear death. When we have, when we have uh, heaven on our minds and we're consumed by heaven, we don't need to fear uh, what, what the devil tries to sell us. We can ignore that. And we also de- don't need to fear death. I mean, what can death do to us? Yeah, de- death is, is painful uh, when it happens. But as soon as it's done, you're free. You're free. And... Because Jesus defeated death, we don't have to fear it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 25 through 26. 1 Corinthians 15, 25 through 26. <clears throat> For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Jesus will destroy death. Now, he, he won over death, but obviously death happens. People die. But Jesus, when he comes and he rules and he reigns, he's going to destroy death. The new heaven and the new earth, death will cease to exist. No more. And so we don't need to fear death. Because when we, when we do die, we will go to heaven if we have accepted Christ as Savior. And we can look forward to something so much more beautiful. And when after that happens, we don't need to fear death again because it's not going to happen. We don't need to fear it. In Philippians uh, chapter 1, verse 21, it says this. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul's saying, for me to live is Christ. For me to live my life, I want to live my life with as much Christ as I possibly can. I want to tell others about him. I want to do everything I can to show the example of Christ and to spend time with my Lord and Savior. I want to do everything I can. And, and for me to die when that happens, man, that's gain. That is gain. So we don't need to fear the devil. We don't need to fear death. And we don't need to worry. You don't need to worry. Yeah. And back to the uh, future, uh, Doc Brown uh, shares this, uh, 
shares this line about worry. He says, he says, don't worry. As long as you hit that wire with the connecting hook at precisely 88 miles an hour, the instant the lightning strikes the tower, everything will be fine. <laughs> You know, we kind of look at life like that. We, we, we're like, things have got to line up just right. And if they don't line up just right, then we start to worry and we start to fret. And we're like, man, what, what can I do? What can I? No, just relax. Take a deep breath because God has it all under control. Relax. Take a deep breath. God has got this. If we put our hope in Jesus Christ, and our love is with him, and our heart is with him, and our, if we're thinking about heaven, and we're consumed about heaven, then we don't need to worry about what's happening in this life. What happens in this life? That doesn't worry. I'm not going to worry about that. There are things in life that, that are sad when we lose a loved one, either tragically or expectantly. That's that's not, a good, that's not a good thing to work on this life. But let me tell you something. When people walk through that, I don't know how people walk through death of a loved one without Jesus. I don't know. Where do they get the peace? I don't know where they get the peace. But when a loved one dies either expectantly or, or suddenly, and if we know Jesus, we know Hey, Jesus, you got it under control. And especially if they were believers, man, we're like, man, that's awesome. You're in heaven. Save a place for me. Save a place for me because I'm coming. And so we don't need to worry what happens in this life. You know, we don't need to worry about our, 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 our finances, our, our, our relationships. You know, if, if, if things get all out of sorts, we just, you know, we, we, we come back to God and say, God, just help us in this. Help me with this. Give me wisdom. Give me peace in my finances. Give me wisdom. And that give me a job. And help me with my relationships. We don't need to worry because we know that this right here, this is not our destination. We're going to heaven. Spending time in God's word and investing in people will pay off in eternity and bring you joy and perspective now. When we realize the possessions that await us in heaven, we will gladly give away possessions on earth to store up treasures in heaven. Jesus talks about store it for yourselves, treasure in heaven. One way to do that is to not be so consumed about the treasures here on earth. When we realize what's going to, what we're going to be given in heaven, it doesn't matter what we have here on earth. It just doesn't matter because what we're going to have in heaven is going to be amazing and so then we're like okay you, you, you need some help doing this event to to bring others to christ or to share jesus man i'm all in i'm i'm there with my time my talent and my treasure whatever you need let's do this together and so when you have heaven on your mind, your treasures on earth will devalue in comparison to the light of heaven. So when Jesus says, Put up, store up for yourself treasures in heaven, what are some of the things that will last forever? What are the things we will bring to heaven? 
The things that will last forever is the Trinity, which is God, His Son, and the Holy Spirit. God's Word and people. That's the only thing that will last forever. Not even heaven is going to last forever. The heaven is going to disappear. The, the existing heaven, the present heaven, it, they will all fade away. The earth will fade away. Nothing, we cannot bring anything to heaven except for people. And the more that we're around people, investing in people, and investing in God's word, and investing in our relationship to God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, those are the only three things that are going to last forever. And so, church, I want to encourage you. Invest in those things that will last forever. Where you put your money, I want to put my money in the things that will last forever. I want to put my money into things that will help people get to heaven, whatever that may be. Maybe it's mission work. Maybe going on a mission trip, sending people off to missions, you know, or whatever. It could be obviously locally. We do lots of things locally. But in your time, invest in those things that will last forever. And you will do that when you have eternity in your mind. As we close, I'm going to close out with the, this passage from 2 Peter. Uh, 2 Peter chapter 3. Peter, obviously one of the close disciples of, um, of Jesus. In 2 Peter chapter 3, it says, Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives. As you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with this promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with Him at peace with God. That's what, that's what Peter is just, he wants to tell you. In his last line of his last chapter, last book, one of the last few verses. Look, be the kind of people you ought to be. Holy, godly lives. Do everything you can to Take this gift you have of salvation, this gift you have of salvation, of your faith. Don't waste this time. Make it count. Make it count. Because you want to bring people to heaven. You want to invest in those heavenly things. And you will receive rewards in heaven. That's from the Bible. And so that's my encouragement to you. Now, what is heaven going to be like? We don't, we don't truly know. We can look at this earth and get some good glimpses of that, you know. But I want to encourage you, imagine heaven. I can only imagine what it will be like in that beautiful paradise. Every head bow, every eye closed, please. As we uh, close this, uh, this particular sermon, 
I want to, I want you to, I want you to just imagine in your mind, picture some things in your mind what heaven could be like. Imagine the most beautiful place on this earth you've been to. And then multiply that. You got that visual? You got that visual in your head? Just imagine something. Now, I want you to imagine you running just free. Running through the pastures, maybe along a stream. I want to wanted you to imagine yourself enjoying the cool breeze the light of God shining forth and I want you to take that and I want you to copy and paste that into your day tomorrow the next day and the next and share what that is about heaven to others ask people this week have you, ever, have you ever thought about heaven? Let's imagine it together. Because I know this, Jesus will be there. And what a wonderful day that will be.